Welcome to another episode of Neon Radio Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. Django. I'm Declan. <laughs> uh, this week, we're continuing on with our Quentin Tarantino filmography. There'll only be one podcast this week. Uh, we're going to be dipping, di- diving deep, dipping, dive, diving deep into one movie for the next few weeks uh, to see how we go. And um, uh, well, at least for the foreseeable future at the moment. But let's get into this. Uh, uh, just to let you guys know, we spoil the film, so we talk heavily about the plot and the character arcs. Uh, so go off, watch Django Unchained, come back, and we'll break it down for you. But a little bit of info about the film first. Mm. I got quite a bit of info. Because I could go a little further this week, you know? So I was like, why not? Spill the beans, man. All right, all right. Okay. Obviously, uh, written and directed by Tarantino, cinematography by uh, Robert Richardson again, your boy. Uh, and by the chosen soundtrack and lifted samples by Tarantino, some of the original scores done by, again, Ennio Morricone. Mm. Uh, Ennio Morricone, sorry. <laughs> when you say that, you've got to be eating pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Big monster along. And you've got to be shaking the hand. Um, the iconic opening song is composed and sung by uh, Louis uh, Bakalov. And is the original song from the opening of Sergio Corbucci's 1966 Franco Nero Django film. Mm. Oh, really? I love this fucking song so much. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah. it's a good song. Um, edited by Fred Raskin, who before Django uh, was an assistant editor of Kill Bill mm-hmm. on Kill Bill. Yep. He would go on to edit Hateful Eight and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was also head editor for films such as Fast and the Furious 3, 4, and 5. Bone Tomahawk, which oh. I keep wanting to watch. Yeah, I haven't seen it's it. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Kurt Russell. Um, yeah, Kurt, Kurt Russell. It's got heaps of people yeah, in it, actually. Bill, is it Bill Pullman or something? No. No, there's some... There's just, are people in it, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's the guy that played um, movie. Uh, like Night Russell. Owl in Watchmen is in it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever his name, yeah. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, and now the upcoming Suicide Squad. So he works yeah. pretty yeah. in the realm with... For the new Suicide Squad. What's his name, though? James Gunn? Yeah, James Gunn, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm keen for it too. It's going to be good. Hopefully. I think it'll be, yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. be better than the other one. <laughs> it doesn't have a hard bar to live yeah. up to, I don't think. It's funny that... um, <laughs> What's that director's name for the original one? Oh, uh, Aya. He's still, still pushing for an Aya cut. Let it go, bro. Um, The film's production... It's, no one wants oh, it. You know what? Fine. Go, go and do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm no, happy to be proven wrong. wrong. I'm happy to be proven <laughs> yeah, wrong. No, he's right. That's a good mentality. <laughs> yeah. Declan's got it right. It, it, prove me wrong, because <laughs> yeah. I don't think you got it. I'd be, I would be happy to be proven wrong though. If more good movies is for the, the best thing for everyone. I, do I want every it. every movie that comes out ever. I want it to be good. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't want, want to see films. bad movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not like uh, <laughs> what was that crap one we reviewed last time? Oh, things heard and seen. Yeah. I wanted that to be good. Yeah, it so was right. yeah, I yeah. wanted it to be good. I wanted it to be good, but yeah. <laughs> too bad it was slop. Ah, well. Uh, the film's production design is headed by uh, Michael, uh, John Michael Re- uh, River, a giant in the field, working on films such as The Goonies, The Golden Child, Scrooge, oh, Lethal Golden Weapon. Child. How good is that? That's really good. I haven't seen that for years, dude. Oh, man. Uh, Lethal Weapon 1, 2, and 4, A Few Good Men, Evolution, Iron Man 1 and 2, Spider Man 3, and The Amazing Spider Man. What wow. was his job? Uh, production design unfortunately though uh, this would be the first and last time he would work with Tarantino as Django Unchained was his last film before suffering a stroke on set he passed away mid-production 
Uh, the uncredited, uncredited Susan Wexler would take his place as she had known and worked under River wow. on several previous films. Seems like Tarantino likes working with the vet- veterans. Yeah. He does, mm. yeah. Um, uh, uh, usually I don't do this, but on a deep dive into Mike, uh, John Michael River's life, yeah, it's fine. I found his mother and grandmother were both huge actresses. Mm-hmm. Massive. His grandmother was Marlene Dietrich, uh, who the big, which was the bigger of the two, and was one of the highest paid actresses of her era. Yeah, right. uh, she was a high profile entertainer throughout World War II, bringing notable performances in Hitchcock, Hitchcock's Stage Fright in 1950, Billy Wilder's Witness for the Prosecution in 57, Orson Welles' Touch of Evil in 58, mm. and Stanley Kramer, um, Kramer's Judgment of Nuremberg in 61. Uh, his mother, th- um, though, M- Maria Reba, yeah. uh, can be seen in films such as Scrooged as Mrs. Ryan Rhinelander. Yeah. So he came from like yeah. pretty much cinema royalty mm-hmm. in Fine, some yeah. retrospect. So, yeah. Hectic. And there's a little bit of backstory on some of our cast and crew, pretty much. Uh, but let's move on. Um, general thoughts, like initial thoughts on. Uh, Django Unchained. I'm keeping getting what the fuck we're doing. Uh, I'll start off with Declan. Right on. Um, yeah, once again, this movie is really, really good. But I found something this time when I watched it, and it was something my girlfriend even highlighted more for me because it bothered her more. And but that I think everything's really good, and I don't necessarily have a problem with it. But if you want me to be like, I have to be more picky on this. Yeah. Mm. Um. I think in terms of like pacing and plot, I think the whole or not even the whole section, I think that it bogs down in the Leo part personally. Okay. I can see that. At the dinner table, it goes on and on and on and then it has that big gun shootout and then we have like a fourth act. Yeah. The fourth act is the part that... But here's the thing that... They should have finished But the thing is, the Mm. fourth act for me was more enjoyable... Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. I loved it there. Yeah, I like the there part. It's weird. Like, when it comes to the longevity of the scenes, mm. it's like you get over them. It's like 50 50. No, really. Like I, I liked the bar scene in Inglorious. Yeah. But, like, you know, there's certain parts. Like, yeah, I yeah. think you didn't like. What was the part that what, the last. Um, uh, the monologue of. Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Bill. like that, but I love that. But he had like three monologues. Yeah, I, I could just watch it for ages. Some yeah. of Christopher Walken's one. I think Even yeah. that was cut down. But I, yeah. I think generally too, I I know I sound like an idiot when I say this, yeah. but I find Leo a bit overhyped. Yeah, you've always been like that. Though. Yeah. I do, because can you please tell me, but like everyone goes on about how he's, one of the, he's the best of the generation. What is different about the way that he performs in this scene to the way that he performs in Wolf of Wall Street? To me, he just yells like... It's, well, it's like it's like Pacino. He's the same. Or yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I yeah. Get, yeah. But There's like, no, they're they're the greats because they have their own thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason why. There's not like he's not like. For example, there are people out there I think are better that don't get as much notoriety. Mm. Like example, look, Christian Bale I think is a better actor but doesn't get more as much notoriety. He's yeah. not a good you look Batman. But he's a better actor. Yeah, but he's, he's a great actor. Like yeah. machinist and... Yeah, uh, incredible. And just the way he chooses his roles. But like, I'll give an example. Uh, it's like Tom Cruise, everyone hammers him, right? Yeah. I reckon he's great. 
Like Mission Impossible, fucking. No, I appreciate what yeah. Tom Cruise does, but Tom Cruise isn't overhyped for me. I think Tom Cruise, if anything, now is underrated because yeah. everyone doesn't like him. You know, he's like, so fucking know, crazy. Like, yeah, like the cap. Even when he cut his hand in that scene, I guess we're going to talk about it. Uh, that is dedication to yeah. continue no, the that's, scene. Obviously, that's yeah. incredible. I'm probably wrong saying he's overhyped and stuff like that. I think the problem with DiCaprio that I he's put on a pedestal. Yeah, and that's because, and I think when I when I became frustrated by it was when. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was out. Yeah, screamy boy. No, not even that he's screamy boy. I don't. I don't really necessarily have a problem with his screamy boy thing. He just commits and throws down like he does, and that's that's his thing. My problem is that because he started out as like a heartthrob, yeah, and like you know, like this whole generation of girls were in love with him, and like he's a good-looking dude. Like mm. fair enough. <laughs> but the, more people know about him. Yeah. and want him to succeed because of that if that makes sense so when yeah. Wolf of Wall Street came out more people went to see it and everyone's like Leo deserves an Oscar Leo deserves an Oscar and it's like yeah but you you don't watch the other movies that are in contention for the yeah. Oscar not that I want to make it all about awards and everything yeah. but this no, is just a yeah, tangible way to track mm. it yeah. and it's like McConaughey was better that year oh. in Dallas Buyers Club McConaughey's a more subtle performer and people were just like, oh, freaking McConaughey. You know, anytime yeah, he gets Ian beaten. Leto was really good in that movie. Yeah. yeah. And people get... That was his best role. People always get the shits and it's like, yeah, but you... like, And it was the same with like when Stallone didn't win for um, Creed yeah. and Mark yeah, Rylance won. Mm. Mark Rylance was amazing in Bridge of Spies, but everyone... Yeah. Stallone's more popular. That's, That's true. So like, it's like... Um, Mark Rylance was so good. Yeah, he was amazing. <laughs> it's, um, it's, uh, but, uh, that, but just for me, yeah. pers- I just find that that... It just like yeah, I don't know that section because I, I liked the ending. I think the ending was like a, I think it was a good section to end it, and it was a more joyful like because we just it's just like it's man from the second you meet Leo's character, yeah. I've I, and I, I think I've mentally kind of changed this sort of thing. It's just a <laughs> lot of fucking man. That's just it's it. I know it's the context of the movie, but it's crazy fucking racist, and it's hard to listen oh, yeah. to. And I know that's within the context yeah. of the movie, yeah. but you're just sitting there for like an hour listening to him just be of this crazy racist. And I was well, like, the, oh man, the, like the, the thing is, is that just, it's a slog. It's hard to get through for yeah. me personally now. It, like, it is. Well, you you listen to it and you think to yourself, the the thing that makes it difficult is you remember, hey, oh yeah, that's right. A white man wrote this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. well. Yeah, like uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just the weird one there, but I didn't. Uh, it didn't. Just, it didn't fuss you. Nah, you were like because the movie's it's, context it's, it's is written. It's not real. The no, movie's I get, context I, is played I, I, out. I yeah. get that too. I was I, when, the first time I watched this. I was on the side of like, well, it, like it's it's you know it's, it's historical days, and yeah. he's doing it like this. But for me now, what it's just like it is like a fucking. Mm. I guess it's more like I don't know what it is. I guess I'm more conscious to like. Do we need to be seeing this for an hour? Do we need to be seeing that dude get torn apart by dogs? I don't know. We, I don't know. We needed to see that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. yeah. Well, supposedly, uh, um, we'll dive into the facts later. Yeah. But there was a lot, like I mean, a lot more violence. Yeah, in this I was movie. reading that too. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. been loads yeah. more. Yeah. But it's it's really good. Yeah. I'm just I'm just bringing it up. Yeah. 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 Well, I can see definitely on the point of the racism in the film. I think watching this when it first came out, I was I was probably more like you, Dan. I was less phased. I was the but, same. But the thing is, is watching it now, definitely the amount of times they say the N-word, yeah. it's shocking. Yeah. Like, you, you'll get these moments that are so shocking. The one thing I do uh, praise, though, is that he doesn't shy away. And or sh- sure, yeah, you go like, does it need to be shown? Fair enough. But he does not shy away from the atrocities of different things different treatments 
that were actually done to slaves at that time. But no, which is something I, that I, I see, didn't know. I don't like the, the yeah. yeah. I get the most of it. Stuff yeah. like the yeah. It's just some of it, but it's not that I it's didn't. Gr- um, it's um. Uh, what is it uh, when something is over the top too much gratuitous gratuitous I don't, I don't think we should ignore what happened and it's important that we are reminded that yeah. people did act this way and it's gross that people acted oh this way God. and stuff like that Sick. see I find like if he if he wrote Django as a white character then that'd be over like it crazy no yeah. but no no but then that it never had no happened. point to this movie yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying so that's why i, was I don't just want like, i don't want really Django to be a white character or anything like that well, well, no, 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 about I, slaves. Yeah. i'm just i'm just thinking <laughs> about the whole like franco nero's film yeah. that's why i didn't sort of you know because that yeah the black guy's gonna pump everyone's asses later on smash them all but again that's that's going back to that thing that i talked about like the revisionist history where he's like changes things yeah you know ways to like oh no instead of like them getting tortured i'm going to turn it around and he's going to torture yeah. the slavers and, and stuff it's, it's like a very, yeah but it's yeah. like it's a very like i said last week it's like a very basic way of yeah. um like therapeutic yeah it's true thing for people but yeah it, it's funny because yeah like i guess weekly we see that you're able to nitpick this yeah a lot more which is good we at the same time it's like one of those things where you look at tarantino's work and he's gotten to this point now where he's become such a icon of cinema mm. yeah. that he's able to do basic shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be like, "Hey, guess what? It's good, eh?" And yeah. then you're like, "Yeah, okay, it's good." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And don't and, get me wrong, I thoroughly enjoyed I this yeah. movie. I just think it's important to highlight things like yeah. this. Yeah, for right? sure. I oh, think there's enough. there's definitely lots of scenes in the movie where, um, like now more so, you become more attuned to. You already knew how racist it was. Like yeah. you're not you're yeah. not deaf. <laughs> you know what I mean on that front. Mm. But at the same time you become attuned to the fact that, you know, oh my god, like this is like severely over the top. Yeah. And sure, at that point in time, like just the thought that people were talking like that mm. or doing things like that. Oh, mm, it's insanity. It's insanity. yeah, it's like it's d- another world. Yeah. It's yeah. not even something you even re- you know envision now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, well, can I do my own? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, I, I personally, I think this is another masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, this is going to be. I think it's going to be one of his best movies, or one of my favorites of his. Uh, and going through it again, man, like, there's. I found even the, even the intro credits. It's very similar to Jackie Brown. Did you notice? Yeah, mm. it is. Yeah. Um, just little things like that, and then and and again, each each scene is like a short film. I just think it's just masterfully put together and having Christoph Waltz back in again just perfect character for that mm. just, to, just to play it and the cheek like you know the little tooth thing and little stuff like that and even addressing Django in that silly outfit he always just does that same with I, you know I like that he did that was like a a little bit of humour yeah that's, it, because that's he's like Tarantino you get to does. choose whatever you want yeah. and he's like oh, this is what I'm going with. going all out I'm going yeah he's going yeah. all out for it yeah and uh, uh, is, Tarantino is quite cheeky. funny he's always yeah. got humour in his movies yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. so he's like sort of taking the piss but uh, yeah man I, yeah, I really love this movie yeah we can yeah, break it down later um, yeah well I, I, I love the movie there's, there's definitely moments where I'm like you know keeps going on I, I think the fourth act does have like some moments where I'm like oh can we just like it does feel like there's a moment in the fourth act where I'm like we could have ended it around the gunfight somewhere yeah yeah, so, like somewhere yes. even yeah. maybe he gets out of the shackles or something while he's upside down hmm. I, I don't know but yeah it definitely did feel like a bit of like a 
as if someone had tagged on an extra scene. So you have to get, you have to get, movie. You have to get John Jarrett in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that being said, like, it has some pacing issues as a film, but I don't think it's to its detriment. Mm. Uh, and also, like, I, I got to give praise. Every time I listen to Dr. King Schultz, it's man. just I want to if there's one man I could hear talk out of any character we've seen so far yeah. in uh, Django's reper- uh, in Tarantino's repertoire of characters mm. I would listen to a full film and I wrote it down somewhere you know what I'd love I'd love to just watch Django and Schultz go and do assassinations like kill people yeah. for like a full movie and no repercussions happen mm. I'd just listen to them fucking talk man they should do a Netflix series uh, imagine, honestly, imagine I was if Tarant- he'd ever let that happen. You'd never. Well, what if Tarantino does his tenth movie and then moves into TV? He won't. I don't. I don't know if he will. I think he's going to move to cool. theater. Yeah, I have yeah. a feeling. Yeah, and if that was another thing, I said if this this movie does feel a lot like a theater show in a lot of times. Still, we've gotten to that realm now where uh, he's kind of moving into mm. like almost like we've we've seen monologues, but now we're seeing like set pieces. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, this is a great film. Like, there's nothing else about it. There's the movies are fun to watch. You 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 get really like uh, interesting perspectives on history, mm-hmm. as well as you know, in, in, enlightening. Um, as well as you know, we also get to watch our main character get his revenge, which mm-hmm. I never am against. That I like that. That's so fun. good. I love this. I right at the end when he blows that chick. From top of the stairs. Goodbye. <laughs> he he shoots her one way instead yeah, of going straight back. She goes out of the. That's shot. my favorite. <laughs> so when funny. I first watched the movie, that was my favorite scene. <laughs> Gone. Yeah, <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, imagine being on set when they shot that. You would have been pissing yourself. Yeah. I was just going to say as well. We haven't mentioned the big old Samuel Jackson yet. You <laughs> he, uh, look. He, he kills it in this. But let's get into yeah. it. Let's we'll just let's jump into our general thoughts and get into it. Um, obviously, we open on our old Columbia yep. logo again. Mm. He keeps doing it now, which yep. I'm fine with. Like, he's, yeah. it's his thing. Um, uh, and, yeah, my God, the opening's uh, gorgeous. Like, every shot is gorgeous. And later on, there's a shot of Schultz and um, Django riding off into, like, a sunset. It's like a silhouette. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. man. I, I paused it. I was like... I want that. They need to. Wall. They need to make more westerns. I reckon. I agree. I think it's really hard though. They don't. I don't think they market. I don't think many oh. people go to watch them anymore. So I'd like to see more, but I yeah. just don't think we're in the. You go through eras in cinema, right? Like yeah, it's westerns true. are big. Was it westerns and war films? Mm. Yeah, that was back nice. gangster films. Sixties. Gangster films. Yeah, they had a comeback in the like early nineties, and yeah. then um. 80s. Now we're in like the superhero era. Yeah, pretty era. much, yeah. Been in it for ages. Life by now, yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, the whip zooms in the in the whole, in all the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the and the fact that they put the noises, yeah. <laughs> like so, like seventies, eighties. Um, and I noticed like it has a super blue grade at, to start with. Yeah. Like the grades shift dramatically. That's the. I think that's the night. Watching it, it's the film stock that they're using too. Like yeah, they're using that blue. Yeah. Because I start, I watched the start of Hateful Eight after I watched this oh. too, and um, just sorry to jump ahead to another movie, yeah. but I was yeah. noticing that you can tell that they're using coloured 
film stock mm. just from the way that the outside light's hitting the inside light and the carriage and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that the, they do that a lot in this too. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. The I was looking at the first scene and I wanted to bring this up again because I've said already it looks like a theatre show, a lot of it. Mm. But that first scene where, you know, he's like, come out and I'll, I'll wing you or whatever. It, I'm not kidding you. Take that set and put it on a stage. I, I'm not even kidding. You do that the, with all of his movies, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but this shot was so much more like that because even like you could see the, the trees, pieces of the trees were lit up. Mm. It just looked like there was, it almost looked like someone put can lights <laughs> into the set. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just put them up on the tree. And then... And then put like there's like a black background like that you can't see past this certain point just this it's just it's like a perfect stage hmm. um that was just one of the things i wanted to say um yeah i love how articulate and elegant can you speak english oh sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he continues so to talk even more yeah, he what was the again? word that he used that told him to speak english Oh, oh, I forgot. I should have written it down. But oh, I was—I yeah. just laughed. I wrote that in my notes as well. I was like, it's just so smart. Like to purchase or something? No, he says something. It's like a word that means conversation or something like that. I can't yeah. Remember. But anyway, yeah. Well, sure. Like parlay or something. I don't know. Yeah. Ascertain. 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 Yeah. 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 Ascertain. Yeah. Speak English. <laughs> um, one of my favorite moments in the film, though, and I think the driving force of it by the fact that Django wants to get to Broomhilda is the story uh you know we get um uh dr king schultz realize that you know broom hilda's the name of mm. the woman that Django is Hilda? is wanting to get to mm. and that there's that german folk tale or legend or you know fable mm. uh of broom hilda on the mountaintop surrounded in hellfire and with a dragon mm. uh and what a like i don't know I'm not sure if it's a real German tale. I'd like to find out. It should have been something I did earlier. But it definitely is like... He's writing to add that in and make that the driving force of the film. Yeah. And you know that a character like Dr. King Schultz mm. is like, yep, this is why I would go and do that. Yeah. Because he's so... Um, uh, you know, he believes in like these things happen for a reason mm -hmm. and you can see he's that type of man yeah so it's just intelligent writing is what i i would say before we go further yeah. i like how with tarantino you the, the way he introduces each character there's just so much dump on them mm. and they're just so detailed yeah like even for dicaprio's character they talk about him right from the beginning pretty much yeah there's this build up build up build up even those even those um those punks on that and that uh plantation yeah just hearing about them that's uh, yeah it's just awesome yeah the um the pickle brothers yeah pickle them. brothers yeah uh yeah and hearing like the the things that they did even the fact i noticed one of the pickle brothers had bibles bibles yeah yeah, yeah, verses, into, yeah. yeah. that was horrifying that's yeah. what they did a lot back the, a lot of slavers used the bible as an excuse to commit the like atrocities yeah, they committed hectic, huh? terrible twisting the words of the uh yeah the text yeah. to work for them Crazy. um it is it is real yeah the broomhilda folktale but it's not it's not exactly a german legend it's a nordic uh, i was gonna say i was gonna say nordic slash, more slash germanic legend yeah um 
written in 10th century AD, part of a collection of Nordic sagas told in poetic form in Old Norse. I bet you Balwolf cool. is in like, that as well. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. It was, I was in Old Norse, but it wasn't in like poetry, was it? Yeah, poetic form. Oh, poetic form. Yeah, yeah probably the same. I like You're those right. tales. They're cool. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Beowulf film? Yeah, it was sick. With who did it? Zemeckis? Zemeckis, yeah. He's good, man. It's a weird dude, but I like him. He's good. He's back yeah. from the old classic Spielberg days. I haven't watched the one with Steve Carell yet. He was discovered by Spielberg. Oh, was he? Mm. Zemeckis, yeah. yeah. Um, Spielberg read the script to Back to the Future and said this movie needs to be made. Oh, wow. Yeah, they classic yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that when I was going to go to USC, mm. they have a Zemeckis portion of the school. Oh, really? And like if you go there, there's an offshoot building mm. that is like Zemeckis's production studios. Oh, that's hectic. Yeah. So he's constantly in USC doing like yeah. talks or lectures, stuff Pretty like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to give praise to Fox for this film because I noticed that to begin with, he's both it's he plays Django in both lights, super confident and super unconfident. Mm. Constantly though. Like if you see him open up, he's he's kind of weary of saying that, you know, he's from the Karuk plantation. Mm. But he's also you know, he also has that little moment where he runs over and steps on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. you know, that's his confidence peaking. But through. then he quickly runs away yeah. from yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like that that little bit of like um uh jumping between you know, you can see his thought process almost. Like, yeah. if I do this, am I going to get in trouble? How can I play this part? How can I? And then, as this obviously the story progresses, he's um, uh, unstoppable, con- super duper yeah. confident well, that, that, by the end of that it. That crazy pompous outfit that he wears—that's his armor. Yeah, turn, that's, his, yeah. that's his superhero outfit. Pretty much. Everybody yeah. shoots the gun and that. It's just, ooh, he's a natural. Yeah, yeah. When he shoot, <laughs> takes it out for the first, puts the bottle in. Yeah. What a fantastic yeah. moment! Because I love. Usually we always get the um, the montage mm. of like you know this is how someone gets better at something. Yeah, he just takes it out and like, shoots it and goes up to it and like fingers the hole of the bottle. Yeah. and you're like, holy shit, it's perfect. Yeah. it's good. Um, and then we get to see like uh, some of the things that have happened to Brumhilda. And I remember at the time that it came out, it was a, a big controversial moment. Um, obviously. Yeah. Um, where she's getting whipped by the Bickle brothers mm-hmm. and how do you film that scene without, you know, having something, you know, having that that uh, emotion play up on the set. Mm-hmm. And they said that they pulled back the set, you know, they got less people on the set, uh, but they kept around um, doctors as well, I think, which, why? <laughs> You're not going to actually hurt anyone, but it was one of those things, Unless I think. a psychologist or something. Yeah. Mm. Well, they did have that afterwards. They said, yeah. we'll have anyone to to see anyone afterwards. Yeah. But supposedly there were lots of people on set, even with the small amount, breaking down and crying. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was supposed to be a really um, mm. uh, uh, poignant part of the film because of, you know, yeah. what was occurring. Um, then we get the bag, the bag scenario though. So on the funny, other hand, oh. like what ten minutes later, yeah, we get uh, the whole like. This is what I like about him. It goes serious, and then out of nowhere, you just got this slapstick comedy. 
I can't see shit. Yeah, so who made these? It's like, I'm, I'm like, uh, what do you say? He goes, she spent all day Dave making these. Making fuck holes for you guys. Yeah, I think this is my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, it's so the, funny, that, man. The funniest part is at the end when the guy like storms off. Yeah. And you've got like the heaps diplomatic member of the Ku Klux Klan where he's like, I think we can all agree. Yeah. The masks was a nice idea. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. it could have been done better. <laughs> and that's him taking, obviously, the piss of the KKK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, look, that's why I see him like he... I know he's, there's some racist shit in this, oh, but yeah. he, he hammers everyone. Oh, he does. And that's his there's alternate no world, yeah. 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 He, he likes it. Well, he likes to uh, so that, pick I'm, on... I'm not, I'm not saying that Tino, uh, yeah, no, no, Tino no, is yeah. racist. I'm just yeah. like... We don't know. Maybe he might be. I don't know. And I, I, but I also, but I also think last week as well. I was sort of thinking, like we we said, we wouldn't be surprised if stuff came out about him being creep and stuff like yeah. that. And I, I actually don't think it's fair for us to say things like that yeah. because it's that's conjecture on our part. Yeah. Like it may very I well. But, that comment. Well, no, you know, it's just like we nothing. We nothing's been said of it, so we can't assume that. Like yeah, yeah, the dude yeah, just. Yeah. I mean, the guy just likes making movies. He just loves movies. Like. Yeah. Um, but like the, it, like Reese is right. There is, I think, particularly in the the, the age that we're in now, with everything that took place last year mm. and everything is, in the in that context, is weird watching this, knowing that a right a white guy wrote it. Yeah, and maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe we're overcorrecting from the things that have taken place recently. You know what I mean? Probably maybe. are. Yeah. Probably, but like that that's that's the thing that I think Reese and I were saying was just like it, just that knowledge in your head does make it slightly weird. But yeah. Um, I wouldn't say he's right. I would not. I wouldn't go out and say he's racist. Mm-hmm. Like this is like in a historical context. Yeah, because yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's still I, a yeah. story. It's yeah. it is. Yeah. Um. What fictitious? Yeah. So I mean, that is something I I do believe that, that uh you know yeah sure we can have these these problems where uh, fact and fiction intertwine and then they can I don't know cause some form of um uh, frustrated yeah controversy yeah. uh from someone's emotions mm. but at the same time art is and can be fictitious with storytelling yeah so i mean you know we get, we get things that are, are crazy we, we have things like fucking human centipede and saw i mean like yeah those you movies know I mean? are fucked like, yeah. they're fucked up. but but that's the thing we've got shit like that yeah and and the room with bum cheeks and they <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, actually, I'd almost say that that is more fucked up than, yeah. than human centipede. Human <laughs> yeah. centipede's art in comparison. <laughs> Someone was sitting there and goes, "What if we so mouths to us?" Yeah. I mean, it, it almost, it almost human centipede. Yeah. Fuck no. No, oh, oh, yeah, I watched it. Just curious. Yeah, yeah I've seen. I know. What, I know what happens. Yeah. I don't need to see it. <laughs> yeah, there's some moments in it, but like, I don't like that we are m- moving into an age that is completely putting off things that are fictitious. Like, you can't do this, you can't do that. I understand it's improvement on one front, mm. but art on the other front has very little boundary. I, I, I do think there's a lot of, like... I do think a lot of good things are coming over, though, with improvement. Of course. Like, um, yeah. I think that the calling out of the white saviour yeah, yeah. Uh, archetype of story that mm. was happening a lot is for the best because yeah. that was... Mm. And now that when you watch movies like that, and you're like, yeah, geez, we've really we had a lot of it. It's like people patting themselves on the back that, oh, yeah. look at this white person saving, you know, black people mm. and stuff like that. And But by the same time, last week we weren't sitting here going, 
saying like oh tarantino might be anti-semitic we don't know like you could have said that you could say like it's not like you the could. context yeah. of the glorious bastards and things that are said in that movie are any nicer towards jewish people than yeah. things you know what i mean but that's it's just, true i think like it's weird because it, maybe because it happened so long ago i don't know but people are able to separate themselves from world war ii movies where people say really nasty things about jewish people which are like atrocious as well yeah and maybe we're a little bit more like me as well like inclined to be sensitive towards mm. like stuff towards you know the like like black people and like spe specifically with like african-american and things like that mm. just because we see it's still happening today really yeah. like well let's do a, a black mirror twist on this let's say i'm just thinking for my son's sake right let's say he grew up in the world where all these movies came out mm. but uh all the atrocities weren't there would it still have the same it'd be, impact that'd be weirder really if there wasn't any historical yeah thing for it and then people yeah. were making still, hate think, movies towards race that would be weird yeah because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, then that would be legitimate hate that really. is a black mirror so yeah i don't know it's that would be legitimate that yeah. would be but if someone was out of their imagination creating a movie where racism didn't exist in the real world and they were creating the idea of racism they that person would therefore be racist because they, like they are making They're up the hatred time. towards something yeah. for the sake of it yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying so but I, that doesn't maybe. exist yet so <laughs> but that's well, what, no but even they the would, term racist but they would be yeah. that would be yeah. hate that would be hate mongering it, just be hate, it would yeah. be yeah, it'd yeah be hate mongering yes but yeah but but do you think it would still like, have the same surprising. impact huh there'll be no there'll be no i don't think there'll be no heartfelt impact i think it would because wouldn't that then then because there's no context for it wouldn't that race of people be like oh, what yeah, the fuck right? yeah yeah because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, i actually guess they'll see all people as one yeah and then if you divided it yeah. it would be even weirder i yeah. might be onto something here <laughs> i don't think you are <laughs> you are but you aren't like, well there'd be no racism it's just hate and that's i guess that's simpler but then it's down. Like, this is basically what this this what you've just described is like the movie invention of lying yeah where he oh, makes up the idea the of lying. lying for the first time ah. so no one can lie and then he has Ricky the ability Gervais to character do it. lies for the first time and he has the ability to do it oh wow and everyone it's else pretty is... funny like he goes to the bank and they're like how much money do you have in the bank and he's like one million dollars and they're like oh we don't have a record of it but oh, sorry there must be much, some mistake on it because lying doesn't <laughs> exist yeah. yeah that seems good <laughs> is that an uh, old movie uh probably about five I mean, years in the 2010s maybe something like that like, oh yeah. yeah yeah i'll check that out like, invention of lying yeah. it's got jennifer garner garner oh, oh, yeah. jennifer garner much Mate, you don't like any female off. <laughs> Why you say that? Amanda Seyfried, Jennifer Garner. I don't like. I don't like Amanda Seyfried as an actress. Actually, the one you do like is um that horror. What's it, what's her name? Who? Uh, Samantha Samara Weaving. Yeah, Samara Weaving. I like and, Samara um, Weaving and Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, that's it. Maybe I got a touch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like all. I, oh my god! <laughs> You're fighting me on this one, aren't you? You make me seem like I'm sexist. Yeah. I was gonna say, are you sexist? <laughs> Oh, I'm just messing I like that. certain actors and actresses. Mamma mia. Do I think, do I think, what's it called? Um, John Travolta is a fantastic, amazing actor. I don't. I reckon he's terrible. <laughs> See? I told you ages ago. God damn I don't it. rate that guy at all. <laughs> anyway. Okay, moving on. Um, uh, so then we get, you know, our traveling shots, mm. which are like super magical. 
with them like going around and him teaching Django for the first time. Um, and for the first time, I think, I don't know if we've ever seen it in cinema, but the confronting truths of such things like the Mandingo fights in it. Mm. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't know much so, about this before I, didn't, I watched it. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, It makes sense Heck. that it did, but it's one of those things where it's like, like I mean, what was that for? The Mandingo fight? Not real. Not real. Oh really? Oh. That was going to be my deep dive, but I got back up. <laughs> oh, um, oh, thank God. No, not real. <laughs> Hang on, makes, let me get the. Um, I, get... I don't want to say that you know so anything this... in this movie makes me feel better, but that does make me feel a little better. <laughs> is this a scene in the bar? Yeah. Man, how freaking well was that shot and mm. and blocked out? That scene is incredible. Yeah, but if the... you break it down. Even the what's it called the the location of each person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and uh, and just oh, the way the shots look and the, and how he, oh, you got to watch it again. Mm. Just the way everything's positioned when Leo comes to the bar, the camera just slowly just you know tracks to the right, and even the lights on the wall, everything just sits perfect in frame. Mm. So good, man. Um, Cinematographer's wet dream. <sighs> so so it's not it's not real, but it takes it was made in a movie. Like oh, it was okay. created so it in a up. movie, so he's borrowed it from this film. Right, right. I'm just it's annoying because is this where I got like the dance thing? Then is it weird because it was made by someone? Um, <laughs> well, I guess, but like he's oh, yeah. making a movie about in the West when there okay, was slavery, right. so he's like imagining on he's top of additions. stuff that was already there, which is like pretty. If you did that today, you'd be in a lot of trouble, wouldn't you? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. The movie's called Mandingo. Wow. Wow. 1975 American historical film directed by Richard Fleischer. So it's a historical film. So was it? It must have been true. No, it's, he made up the fighting. It could have. I mean, there's no record of it. Yeah. It from what I've happened. read, I would have been. I'm not surprised at all if it happened. Like, not even remotely surprised. But it's something I didn't. I wouldn't have even thought of. You know what I mean? It wouldn't yeah. have been something I'm like, oh yeah, they would get um, slaves to fight. Yeah. To the death. It's also the name of a porn actor, Mending. Yeah, got a big wheelie yeah. here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like a horse. Yeah, man. You can hear that. Animal. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> big boy. Um, Franco Nero's character, um, cameo. Fantastic. That was going to be my other deep dive too. Oh, that's was my, it? Yeah, that's my deep dive. Gone. I thought... Oh, yeah. Sorry. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was great. <laughs> because, oh, sorry. So what's <laughs> your like deep dive? taken away. That's They're it, gone. gone. Both of them are yeah. gone. My bad. Um, no, I really... Well, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the original Django film. Stop picking your no. fingers. It's a bad habit, my friend. Picking me... What the fuck? <laughs> Keep going. My God. Um, Still doing it. <laughs> it's a nervous thing. I pick my fingers. That's just how it is. Just I, think of Mandingo as you do it. No, oh, my... Fans flat on the fucking table then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, have you guys ever seen Janko? No. No, I haven't. I was going to tell it's going to be one of my questions. It's fantastic. It's, um, I don't know what came first if, um, Clint Eastwood's, um, Hang Him High or something came first. Um, no, a few, a few dollars. A few, a few dollars well, more. Django was 66. No, just a few a dollars. Just four dollars. I don't know if that came first. Django was 66, but so let's see when a few dollars but, more came out. Say a fistful of dollars. Fistful of dollars. That's a classic, man. That's a, I love that movie. Classic. Yeah. Keep going. 
Yeah, so a fistful, well, a fistful of dollars. Well, Django originally came out sixty six. Sixty six. Yeah, and fantastic. The idea, so conceptually, the idea of the film then is the outsider going into a city, yeah, uh, a deserted city that's been taken over by bandits, like, like High Plains Drifter. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, and the the best part about this though, and my favorite thing, it's so simple. He is carrying a coffin with him into the city, like dragging a coffin. Yeah. That's how the movie opens. This man dragging a fucking coffin on like a piece of rope. Yeah. 64 fistful of dollars. Okay. So that would have been what it would have been doing it, you yeah. know, making uh, reference to. Is a is man black? Sorry. No. Okay. No. Franco Nero, the guy at the bar, yeah. is the original Django. Oh. The one who goes, right. what's, what, what's your name? Yeah. He goes, I, he goes, the D is silent. And he goes, I know. Because huh. that's the original Django. Yeah, that's sick. Um, But the the greatest part of this, I'm, I'm going to spoil a little bit for you. It's fun. He opens the coffin yeah. and there's a fucking Gatling gun in it. <laughs> and he just... Oh. Da, 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 and, and wipes them all out. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that's how the movie starts. The, well, the movie starts with the him carrying it in yeah. and he saves a woman that's, that's being like, so um, does he get the gun out at the end or about midway if I remember right, correctly okay. mid to mid to three quarters through right. but just the fact that he, like what is he carrying a fucking coffin around that's for that's a pretty, uh, pretty sick idea it's, a, it's an awesome idea right yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway that I highly recommend going out there and watching Django maybe in my top three or four favourite westerns ever it's a good wink to the audience too when um, Franco Nero's character because he goes like what's your name <laughs> yeah and he says Django. And he says spell it for me. And he doesn't. He goes the D sign. He's like, I know, because he yeah. played a character called Django as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Hey, um, just we're talking about old movies. Yeah. I started watching the original Mad Max yesterday. Yeah. It's a good movie, man. Yeah. Yeah, the originals were awesome. It's uh, you just feel like even the car crashes. It's all freaking real. That's because they were. I know. <laughs> man, a lot of stuntmen were like, hurt like during you, the making of those oh, movies. Yeah. Like <laughs> the, the script is a bit, you know. Aussie no, weird yeah. but man it's shot really nice but it's uh, it's our Aussie apocalypse stuff yeah, it's, like really, it's really good had, man The Howling 3 was something similar in yeah. style mm. like it was made like late to mid 70s yeah like if you look at that right and then you compare it to um, like Peter Jackson's because that's from the same time oh I yeah think. Uh, Jackson 70s? was later oh, oh, man, Jackson was at, 89 and stuff oh well you look at this this was in 70 was it 79 i think it was mad max yeah man i'll tell you what there's some talent behind that movie oh yeah the uh, yeah well he's miller's bloody george yeah, miller's him amazing. And, the, and the dp <laughs> yeah. it's like mate this is it's shot really really good and i really wish we it. got to see his justice league that he was going oh make. i didn't know that yeah it would have been weird oh would, would been very interesting you, you see who was supposed to oh. be um wonder woman Megan no Gale. superman i don't know who superman was army hammer was going to be batman that's right army hammer that would have been a that would have been weird now. Yeah. Now it'd be weird, but back yeah, then it was super weird. <laughs> He's still in another Mad Max. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. No, nah, they're doing Furiosa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth in it. And Is he? Yep. Yeah, and the chick from um, it's Queen's young, Gambit. Yeah, it's a young... Yeah, the young guy. Anna yeah. Taylor-Joy. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. Furiosa. Young Oh, Furiosa. young Furiosa. Yeah, yeah right. That makes sense. Uh, like her, her, she's great. I reckon, yeah. There you go. See, I don't hate every every female actress. I think she's fantastic. Mate, I was just. Uh, I know you're ripping. Your you're ripping. Don't worry. I know. Um, is it, is it the same tickling your feathers? No, it's not. Rustling my jeans. Ruffling your feathers, feathers yeah. is the. 
is the phrase. I just invented a new one. I give you permission. I don't to use you it. didn't invent it. <laughs> I, think you might have. I just created invention. Invented. Um, we get like these weird dreamlike things that I don't know. Uh, we only start seeing it about midway through, but he starts seeing Broomhilda everywhere. Mm. Yeah, like in like. Uh, I don't know, is that his driving force? Just his motivation? Yeah, well, he's on the quest to save her from the mountain with the yeah, dragon, right? that's what he'd be thinking about. Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah, that's what I got kind of got from it as well. He'd be thinking about brisket with her. Oh, uh, oh my God. <laughs> Fucking wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, there's a point in time where they take like five bodies to this guy in the middle of that, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the scenes where they're, he's teaching him how to yeah. take people out. Mm. <laughs> and then... I was kind of pissed off. This is just one of the things I noticed. They leave the fucking bodies on the horse and the guy goes, come inside, have a coffee or something. And I'm like, cut the fucking bodies down, man. These horses are been no holding one. bodies oh, for like yeah. the past 10 minutes yeah. now, or hours been, or however long. Wouldn't it be cool if they did a dust till dawn at that moment and those bodies started coming alive? <laughs> a western dust till dawn. Like a proper western one. like Not just like based like, you know, at the border of Texas. He's good. I watched the shit out of that. That was one thing in um the original Red Dead. Not the not the first ever one, the, the first fully rock star one, like Red Dead Redemption, the um the one on three sixty. The, the revolver. Red Dead Revolver. No, 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 no. I mean sorry, I meant not that one. I meant the Red first Dead Redemption. Of, yeah, the first the Undead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, they what? did they did Dead. Yeah. They what? did a DLC. I never played it because yeah, I, I didn't Dead. have like reliable internet to download DLC back then, but they well, it was a full story where, like, basically, yeah. it was like a revision of the story of the first Red Dead game. But it was all undead. All undead people and shit. Yeah, it was like zombies. Oh man, so, it was really good, wasn't it? Everyone, it was, no, it got, everyone really it got good reviews. It. Yeah, I never played it. And yeah, I never got. I got to see other people. Maybe play I'll it. check it out on if it's on Game Pass. Maybe I probably. Yeah. Have Fuck, Red Dead yeah. Redemption Two, man. Was it was a so separate game. You could buy it as a separate game, though. It's a completely memory. separate yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, it probably would have been something similar to like Uncharted, <clears throat> Lost Legacy. Yeah. Right. Where it's like a, an extra DLC that is like almost game link. Yeah, they yeah. start them as a DLC and then about halfway through, they're like, actually, this is way <laughs> yeah. too big to just And there was an online element to it. There which, was, yeah. yeah which yeah. that was the reason why I never played it as well. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, God, I can't fucking put this on. Mm. It's going to be like, I'm going to be just glitching everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Australian but, um, internet. Yeah, like the old uh, zombie <laughs> zombie Western is like a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. it tastes good. Hey, um, just another handbrake. Yeah. Is Jordan still playing Destiny 2? I don't know. Hmm. Probably when you just mentioned his name. Still getting, they're still getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, people are still like playing it. It's like this. They released yeah. another DLC. Or something I tried to get like back that. into it, but I just, I just, I don't have the passion for it. Oh. Anymore. Yeah, because I saw it uh, this today because I was downloading. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's like, yeah, because oh, yeah. I had the digital version. I saw it on my because I'm still Gran Turismo again. Because that's what playing card game. Mm. And I was going through my catalog on the PS5. And that was it. I'm going, ooh, should I play that again? And that's what I thought about Jordan. Yeah. I do get Resident Evil 8. I he get, doesn't I, like I, 7. Yeah, Resident Evil 7, I just... I, I, dude, it's too scary for you. Yeah, it's, I don't... I don't like feel. I like feel. I don't like feeling trapped. Well, the alien This game, is more... I, this I, is I more... Um, it's more This action. is more action. But it's not, uh, not by much. I mean... Hmm. I'm it's not small, a, I'm not a fan of the Japanese games. It's just, oh, just how it feels. This is really good, man. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, yeah. Well, the reviews are good, but yeah. just, I'm a weirdo. I don't, didn't like it. That's fair enough. And also, you seem to be out of touch with games at the moment. Like, you're like, I'm not really yeah. keen. Like, now at the moment, I've, because Wreckfest was free, mm. I put that on, and then Lucas started playing it. I played for like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, this is fun. And then I got off it. 
Yeah. And then I've started watching car videos on YouTube. And then, you know, when you're on YouTube, you start seeing more car videos. Mm. And, uh, you feel like some guy was racing an M4 on a Nurburgring going, oh, I might put Gran Turismo on. Yeah. Dude, you, yeah. Should, you need to get, um, buddy, what's it called? Forza Horizon. You'd froth in that game. Yeah, look, that's... <sighs> Didn't you get the Xbox? No. Nah. Did you get, I thought I you said, did. You haven't had time. Yeah. So, but yeah. <clears throat> so, I just play for 10 minutes and go, I'm bored. Yeah, now just go back to doing work again. So, mm. yeah. Um, okay. Um, let's talk a bit about Steven. Because I, I might think that this is maybe the most evil character in the whole of the fucking yeah, for movie. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of evil characters. But, but this guy here is like. He's the ball touch, isn't he? Steven? No, it's Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Oh, that's right. Cottonhead. What do they call him? What do they call him? What is um cotton cotton cotton? Do you mean like cotton mouth? Were you cotton, thinking about cotton, cotton mouth? mouth? Yeah. You're thinking you're you're thinking Kill Bill World. No, they they called him. Uh, it was a. Oh no, he did. They did call him that. Uh, snow snow cone snowhead, snowhead or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of his how his <laughs> head was yeah, like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those. Pa- um, yes, is it Snow Brothers? Did you just play that arcade game? No. Oh, that's right. Was that was a bubble bubble but the snowman? Oh, he, he looked okay, like one yeah, of those guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I do like that they do mention something before even meeting Stephen. Yeah. About how he's like, he goes, You want me to play a, a slave trader? And he goes, That's worse than a, a head house, um, the head house black man. Mm. Uh, and because the idea is that if he's head of the house, mm. you know, of, of the rest of them, yeah. he's, you know, doing all, like, committing all these atrocities against yeah. other slaves. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah that's i don't know i never knew that there was like a hierarchy on that front but that's like fucking terrifying in my opinion like that's it just seems like you know going against your own your own people your own code yeah it's just you know not wanting to help mm. the others well, and you get the whole sort of revelation from him too when Django's tied up he sort of sits down and you realize that he's really been manipulating mm. his quote unquote owners this whole time he's really the one yeah. He's planning ideas in the head about yeah. everything. Yeah. And also we we find out that like the, the reason why I don't think he likes him straight off the bat is that he feels like he could possibly be usurped. Yeah. yeah. Like you know what I mean? If he's allowed to ride a horse mm. and even he's not allowed to do it. Yeah. He's like I feel threatened mm. straight off the bat. Definitely. Yeah. Um so a, a super interesting character to add into this film. Yeah, he's like, an intelligent character to add in. He's so good. I I just feel I feel like his character in the whole Marvel franchise is just wasted. It's oh, not, for sure. Yeah, it's and he's he needs to sink his teeth into is, more of these. Just I kind of like having him just jump in and out of the Marvel movies, though. I don't, he'd be too overbearing if he was playing more of a role in he, things. He's done yeah. things. In, I guess Captain I, Marvel, he was in it. Yeah, he got to have a big role in Captain Marvel. Yeah. He's like basically the second main character in that movie. Yeah, but, mm. uh, but you don't. Yeah, like I didn't like that movie at all. Yeah, I think but, he's good in it though. But yeah. Him and that cat. The cat he, was good. Winter Soldier, he gets he gets a decent amount to do. Yeah. He gets his own. But I like that's him true. Doing, yeah. Winter Soldier, he's good in. I like him playing these these roles like a sinister and just twisted. He just does. I think he just. Mm. I think he just likes chilling, man. I don't know if he likes being the lead in role movies. <laughs> I think he just well, likes popping up for a he's couple good of days. In, uh, and... Black 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 Mamba Moan is that what it's called? Oh, Black Snake Moan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, man. so good. But I think yeah. he genuinely just likes popping up for a couple of days here and there. He's, I mean, he yeah. seems like the kind he, of guy that just likes chilling. He doesn't get chilling. paid much for it. Yeah. He gets paid very little for the Marvel movies. He just, you're right. He just likes doing it. Yeah. Um. It, well, as we said yeah. before, you he's know, a workaholic. Who said that? Um. Well, no, Tarantino he's just. He's just did. I think, uh. but I, from what I, from what I feel like, I feel like he just, 
he he doesn't seem like he lives a crazy exuberant lifestyle no. like he's very under the radar he's kind of him and bill murray kind of exist on the same plane to me right like yeah. they're both yeah. like very very good at what they do yeah. but i don't think I, I i don't think they are workaholics i think they've got more of a mindset like me where they're more happy to just have some free time to do like what they want to do rather yeah. than just be doing stuff all the time and yeah. so when they get a call up where it's like you want to come and pop up in a couple of marvel movies yeah. and you're like yeah right <laughs> like, you know like oh, I'm on that it. sounds pretty fun and like when tarantino rings him up he's like yeah of course man like we've been you know we've been in this since day one together like i'll come do whatever like yeah. he, but like um I, I i think he genuinely like those two just are like oh like I've, I've got they wouldn't have been stupid with their money that they would have made in the prime of their careers yeah it almost seems like they're also <laughs> yeah, like he, i love to know how much they're worth those guys yeah yeah I wonder how much like usually they say for these type of like you know when they say net worths on the internet halve it and that's what right. they really have mm. like, for example i think i saw taylor swift's one not long ago i don't know why there was a reason behind why i was looking mm. and it, i think it said something like she's worth like four or 350 or 400 million so i was like okay a good one well, she is a, 50, 150 yeah. million yeah. Per, like that's what that's what their salary that's would the be. net worth or just oh. of taylor swift so on Google. Yeah, okay. So they um, say usually if there's a net worth on Google, halve it or third it. Oh, right. And that's what the real Man, Hamilton's earning 85 have. mil a year. Hamilton? Yeah. What? Um, Lin-Manuel Marino? Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah but sports, man. Yeah. Sports is yeah. different. That's with that's everything. That's all the off on and off track. I think Mike Trout, crazy. Who, the baseball player for the Los Angeles Angels, who's like historically numbers are just ridiculous okay. i think he's the highest paid athlete ever. at the moment wow i think so i thought tiger woods was for a long time no i think but i think the contract that he signed what yeah, about uh, um uh is it lebron lebron yeah yeah i mean his contract's high but yeah. um i think i think in terms of like i think in terms of contract by the team yeah he's not the highest but when you when you factor in endorsements and things that he's invested in and stuff yeah. like that i'm sure lebron climbs right up the ladder right. Federer is still bloody up there yeah man yeah so those guys they, they must wake up in the morning and go what the hell am i going to do today i mean tony like, hawk was up there at one point as well okay. when, you know when he had yeah. all the video games going crazy and everything yeah like i mean lebron spends a million dollars a year on his body and like maintaining his like that's Whoa. why he's still 36 and he's that's playing so at like cool. an elite level that's insane yeah they must, they must get all those high tech that's massages where, that's where you would like that's where you diet would, and how good would it be yeah. like to look like to be able to do that and just focus on your own yeah. health yeah. at that level yeah it'd be so fucking awesome it'd be crazy though you'd be so <laughs> yeah that's it's crazy but if there's one thing you would want to do it's like hey man i got one life oh totally if i can put a million dollars each here and i'm not going to be breaking bank yeah on my own life but then you get freaks like roger federer who are just like yeah but uh it's sometimes i don't even warm up and i just i don't know it's not that hard for me <laughs> 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 yeah um uh, I was listening to, to Joe Rogan uh, yesterday on the way back from that long drive had. Mm. And he had, I forgot what the guy's name was, but he's like the godfather of podcasts. He used to have a TV show. Was it Bill Simmons? Sorry, not a TV show. Not Bill Simmons. Um, oh, I can look it up. But Does he have like fluffy hair? Long no, fluffy he's hair? an old dude. But he used to, he used to oh, be on the... He, he was like a radio... away? No, no. He was on a radio... He was a radio jock. It was a recent one. Um, mm. And Joe Rogan was saying, man, he goes, he goes, I love the way how you, how you do your shows and and uh like it, everything just just flows naturally mm. and just let it you know just let it fly and um so just talking about you know earning so much money and just doing what you love doing and then he and then Ro and then um 
Rogan had been going on about saying, man, when I got this deal with Spotify, he goes, I tested everything with um, Alex Jones, that crazy conspiracy theorist guy. He goes, Spotify didn't do shit. And, um, and in his deal, man, he doesn't do anything. He's just got his manager that just looks after all the crap. He just comes into work, does his thing, goes mm. home. And he this earns, is, and he what, earns like, this is Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he does what he loves doing. And everything else is just done around him. Now, how, yeah. how good of life that would be? Exactly, man. Yeah. That's that's the that's the dream. Yeah, it's 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 two things. Mama don't need to work again. That's dream number one. Yeah. And number two, just being able to do something like that. Yeah. And it's then good. maybe number three, which probably should be number one, have is being own, able to have your own put chef. a million dollars to your body each year. <laughs> I love to have my own chef. Do you have your own that'd chef? That'd be freaking awesome. Well, yeah, well that that'd be awesome. What do you have for breakfast? Uh, surprise me. <laughs> Surprise me! <laughs> you make it difficult for them. Yeah, oh, how, how good would it be? You'd, you'd get a good rapport with the person at least. Oh yeah, just do whatever you want. It'd be nice. Yeah, I'm a good um, boss. Sorry, what? I'm, I was a good boss. <laughs> I didn't say. I start tackling on me. <laughs> no, I was pretty chill working. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, it was a good first job. Yeah. Um, going on, uh, he starts talking about like so. We get the table scene. And then there's the phrenology moment, which is super interesting learning a little bit about phrenology, which is absolute horseshit. Mm. Um, I, but I gathered just from the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the concept was that the, the um, certain... Phrenology is like the idea that uh, certain physical aspects of the body are the reason why people are genetically how they are, yeah. which is not true, obviously. And that has to do with also the mental aspects. Mm hence the little three little dots, dots that they talk yeah. about yeah. Um, but interesting to bring up the use of phrenology <laughs> like the idea that he I don't know like you know where you think to yourself you've got to come up with an idea to write into a film right well that's it was a where do you like did someone talk about it yeah, yeah. and it he's been. like well that's where it came from because I was because that's the only way I can think about something like that yeah it would have been 100% because it was a three dots or dot Three dimples. Three dimples. On the skull. He goes, the three dimples can be found here or it can be found at the front of the skull. Yeah, but it's, it's bullshit. The yeah, but it, he would have picked it up from something. Um, it, would have been a, it would have been a dumb pseudoscience from yeah. back in the day that yeah, they would have made up. To, just that's what it, is. it would have been yeah. bloody conjecture and everything. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to find you it. You're going to find it? All right. Well, I'll move on a bit until you, you have a squiz. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the squibs and the gunfights? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Get bigger squibs. Uh, you can't. Yeah, it's impossible. It's in, it's, flying off. It's interesting though if you're not down with um, the way that Tarantino does things, you'd be so confused. Nah, yeah. My girlfriend was like, "This is dumb." Yeah, she didn't like it. She hated the. She absolutely hated the gunfights because of the the over exaggerated nature of them. And, and I was the like, "This is kind of his thing, though. Like, this is what he does." Like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I don't. She's like, I don't like it. And I thought, like, oh, fair enough. You don't like it. You don't well, like it's it. very. Like, it's super different. Like yeah. it doesn't. That's not commonly heard. Even the sound effects of this, I noticed, were like missiles. Like, mm. yeah, that scene in particular is crazy. Yeah. I do like that. Uh, I do like the um, Tupac over the top. Of that. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That, Actually, good. it has a sick soundtrack. That and um, around and um, buddy Rick Ross. Yeah, the Rick Ross song. I love the Rick Ross song. I need a hundred black coffins. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, so the phrenology things originated in the late uh, late seventeen hundreds. Yeah, so yeah, it would it have been to thing, yeah. it would have been to keep the like yep. to keep the slaves down. Yeah, it says it was <laughs> e yeah. yeah, it was eagerly embraced by some of the practitioners practitioners of slavery to justify their actions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 
Obviously, legit, yeah. Um, by the way, how many fucking people are living at this plantation? Because I swear to God, he kills about 15 of them and then there's another like 20 that just randomly pop up. Yeah, there's a lot more. There, yeah. There's a lot more there. It's like an army of people. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it was um, actually when they were filming this, they went back in time and shot it at the ah, commando. I see. The commando Island at the end. Oh, Commando <laughs> Island. That's right. Where, where, the same well, guy At the very least, in this movie, bullets run out. <laughs> yeah. Because in the other movie, I swear to God, it just... <laughs> Uh, it's funny how reams of, of bullets just keep returning. Uh, yeah. Um, and the rocket launchers never ending. <laughs> and why is they there like springs on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Quinta Tarantino seems to keep doing this. He did it in Kill Bill 1 with the crazy 88. Yeah. Uh, and he just decided, hey, guess what? We're putting the same guys We're back into Django. Yeah. So good. <laughs> um, awesome scene. Then we get, obviously, the capture, the ball scene, which is yeah. terrible. Um, that's a good actor, though. I can't remember yeah, his Walter, name. Walter Goggins. Yeah. He's great. He's really good. He's yeah. in uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. in a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. It's funny. Tarantino uses someone. In... He then brings him on again. Always, yeah. yeah. If I remember cor- correctly, he's also in... Um. Well, shit. He's in Predators. I just saw that, but terrible. Movie. He might be in Bone Tomahawk as well. Uh, I'd have to check. It'd be back. I oh, know it'd be after that. Nah, he isn't. He I looks. Thought... He looks like he belongs in the Wild West. Yeah. He belong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he played the bad guy in New um, Tomb Raider. That's yeah, right. That's right. Oh, that, that wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. Um, you said you liked it. I didn't mind it because it because it had moments that I liked because it was so similar to the oh, game. But wow, well, yeah. I do like the yeah, ending. They're making a second one. Are they? They are doing it. Well, from what I read, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm keen for that. I do like. She gets the guns at the end. I like that moment. So right. you know, I'm down for that. Um, the Tarantino being in the movie is so obnoxious yeah. that, that's my only that's my only part in the he's, movie that, that fourth act he's not a good actor yeah, he's no. not it's terrible <laughs> he's better in what's it called he's Pulp better fiction. in well from Dust Till Dawn even yeah he's oh yeah, yeah 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 actually in Pulp Fiction he's not that good either because he's he's looking at the camera <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. well when he sits down he, he'll just slide his stuff all over yeah <laughs> well what, can we can we acknowledge though uh, the From Dust Till Dawn scene for a moment I want to watch that again because if you want to have the worst foot Tarantino moment, we should have done a foot a Tarantino foot moment uh, segment. Or with Salma. The number one foot moment. The number one foot moment. Is it too Tarantino? It's too Tarantino. There you go. Shoves a foot right into his mouth and pours the wine down, down into his mouth. You're like... Nuh. Hey, but it's Salma. If there was one person to do it, it'd be her. Same. But, no, just saying. Um, then we get the Michael Parks and John Jarrett. What's moment. that look? Oh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I think he's trying to visualize it. No, he's like, oh. Jesus Christ. But yeah, man, so, he has his hectic foot fetish. Oh, right? man, it just keeps coming up. It's <clears throat> got to come. Wait, in this movie, was Yeah, it when you took it out of the hot box. Yeah. There did they? The feet drag. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. They did too. But it's not as. This is probably the least, least? gratuitous yeah. Yeah. one. Yeah. There's no other moment in any of it, is there? I don't think of any. No, good. Um, uh, <laughs> really, I mean, it's nice not to is have any one of these movies. 
There will be. <laughs> I'm sure there would be. Yeah. We'll find one as it comes. Because he does, I feel like he doesn't do it that much for the, this one and Hateful Eight, and then it comes back with a vengeance in it, oh <laughs> Once my Upon a God. Time in yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that one because I haven't seen that in a long time. I, I just saw it once in the cinema. Once upon a time. That was in two Hollywood, years ago, wasn't just, it? Yeah. Absolute filth with it. I mean, he's due for his and next movie, man. That's only like a year ago. He's like four years ago. Isn't that four four years or three years? Oh, Twenty nineteen it would have been because I was still on day shift at work. Yeah, two years. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, man. Um, we get Michael Parks and John Jarrett. Michael Parks returns. Michael Parks. Yeah, man. So great. This mm. guy. I just want to watch him in everything. Mm. Can Michael Parks be in every movie? Unfortunately, not now. But mm. uh, and John Jarrett. Did I ever tell you my John Jarrett story? John Jarrett. How good is Wolf Creek? <laughs> I don't know. So, watched it. It's like so hostelish. Yeah. yeah. See, I, yeah. I I I struggle to watch movies just the way it's just like torture. Oh, I mean, hostels. It's people shock, pretty gore, good. People begging for, for their lives and gore, stuff. Um, oh. Gorehound films. Yeah. yeah. Not about it. I just I just like just the production behind it. Just all the just ideas that's, they think of. I love that. What I like about it. Yeah. Like I think the host, hostel two had that moment with the bathtub oh, and the yeah. Sith. Yeah. And you're just like. Okay, they made a full set for this. Yeah. <laughs> like they decided like, that this was what th- they were going to do. Yeah, it's like, how do you think of this shit? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They lit it and shit. And <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the amount of special effects. Mm. You know, it really is one of the only locations in films you get to see that type of real special effects anymore. Yeah. Um, is like horror films. Um, yeah, my John Jarrett story. He was in Wollongong uh, at Comic Con. Oh, like, really? Comic Gong. Oh, was yeah, it? Oh, that's in Globe Lane. Yeah. Well, no, this was in at the time. It was in. Oh God, there's Dude, like that, I, like that IPAC type of thing oh. near Lee and me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, anyway, I'd gone up to him and town was, hall is called town hall. Town hall, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'd gone up to him and I was like, "Hey, man, I really liked you in in Wolf Creek. You know, thanks for you know the work and that. And it's great." He's and he's just there like, "Yeah, man." yeah he must like, be over hey. dude he did not want to be there at all yeah. and i was like can i get um um can i get one of the movies in that sign he goes yeah it's uh 20 for the movie and uh, another 50 for the signature oh, that's wow. how those places work though yeah but i didn't know that yeah, and how, there yeah. was nothing on this on the desk saying yeah. that yeah. That's, but, but and i went if you see a celebrity at like a comic-con or something you gotta pay for an autograph yeah right? and i went Nah, man, that's fine, eh? Oh, I'm like, man. I'm not gonna fucking buy that. Are you kidding me? I'm not getting paying seventy bucks or whatever for your signature. Nah, hard pass. Uh, it wasn't, I, wasn't I, worth it. Know, I kind of think fair enough that they charge for it though. If they're at one of those yeah. things, yeah, like, I would have felt that's bad. fine. That's how he makes a living. He keeps, he's, he's an actor. He yeah, makes well, his living from so movies. I think he gets a lot of movie back jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so what? It's not my fucking problem. I'm not gonna, I didn't want to pay fifty bucks for his signature. That would have been awkward. I think he was. It born was in, awkward. He was born yeah. in Wongawili, I think. Oh, was he? Sort of read yesterday. I looked him up, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he was there like, I don't know. Okay. Oh, fair enough. I just remembered. I've got your shame Blu-ray and Batman Arkham Asylum, mate. I had to be. I thought I brought him in. Because you were talking about the Arkham Knight, yeah. yeah I'm nice. in the car. Why, are we, why are we doing this right now? Oh, because you're talking about <laughs> signing, a, signing a Blu-ray on DVD. I did a clean up. That's because I'm getting rid of my old PS4 games. But you can just sell them if you want. I don't need them anymore. I've got no room for them. Right, I'll put them back. <laughs> I've got no room for them. All right. <laughs> They're two DVDs, man. I've got no room for them. Yeah, I live in a granny flat now. Yeah. My God. I've got, I've got nowhere to store them, honestly. Yeah, I don't. You don't need them anyway. Everything's online. What the fuck is going on? You anyway. Can, do, you, do you You can have them. 
I don't want them. I don't want them. <laughs> wow. I just see it as a waste of uh, space and resources. Uh, God, I'm trying, to go, trying to go carbon free and green, you know. This Meanwhile, is off the back rails, on the podcast. Man. Off the rails. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. We, we can't wrap it up. We've got segments yeah, still. Yeah, no, no, no. Jesus. Then he shoots the guy's dick off in the tub. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I like how he pats uh, Christoph Walter's head. It just yeah. looks like a dummy. Oh, we need yeah. to see your stopwatch, by the way. Oh, yeah. It was a Mamma mia. Um, Mamma mia. And obviously, we get our ending, our big uh, crazy ending. The explosion. Where, yeah, that, with yeah. the explosion. And Tarantino gets blown up by dynamite, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, too. Yeah, yeah. So good. Fair enough. <laughs> and I like My how girlfriend the... said I'm happy that he got played up. She does not like him. No. Wow. Did she like the movie? <laughs> she did. She liked she didn't like the Leo part. Right. Yeah. Um but she has see she actually has an interesting thing where she she doesn't like Leo because of the fact that he just dates like eighteen, nineteen year old models constantly and uh-huh. breaks up with them when they turn twenty two. Yeah, that's literally his partner. Yeah, that's 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 totally yeah. Um hectic, eh? uh, one thing I didn't mention was the um the d'artagnan part which was i thought that was really oh, yeah. well written yeah. as well mm. um but let's move on to yeah i like that reveal of alexander dumas yeah yeah that's mm. cool that's i was fun. gonna say with the acting i just think they're all, all great because if when i look at an actor i'll when they're acting i look into their eyes mm-hmm. and you can see that they want to believe to be there. like look at when you see daniel day lewis act it's mm. like fuck, he's he's there man yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I can tell if you're a good actor or well, not. that's the difference between Daniel Day-Lewis and most other people he's lived it for the past six months probably yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's like, like it's hectic he's man. actually he's actually been that guy for six months <laughs> yeah actually I was talking to my mate yesterday um, he was talking about Jared Leto and the Joker yeah and he saw some of his scenes and he goes he goes what is it with him and he went down a rabbit hole you know, through YouTube mm. and he goes man he was giving people like um you know, in character, he goes, condoms. condoms that he goes, he goes, this is stupid, man. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. Yeah, and I said, yeah, and I said, there's other method actors like, you know, Daniel Day Lewis, whatever. Yeah, they do stupid shit, but, but, it's, but it's not to that think, level, do you I know what I mean? And and it's a totally different. Outside of my left foot where he's making people carry him down, I don't, yeah, doesn't was, Daniel Day Lewis lets his stuff affect people around him. It's just sort yeah. of for himself or whatever. Yeah. But I just think the whole of the. The suicide, the first Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, it's. I, if I was a part of that, I'd be so embarrassed about the big build-up that they did, where they were like, so bad. you know, they're putting their hands in on the stage at Comic Con and being like, "Squad," and like, <laughs> they <were> like <laughs> and they're going like, "Oh yeah." And Cara Delevingne's like, "Oh, David Ayer said, you know, like your character's all about this." So one night, I ran into the woods and just stripped off naked and ran around, and I was like, "This is so embarrassing because the movie, this, like, the, none Nothing of this of comes it. through yeah. in the movie. Nothing it's ridiculous." Actually. And they all got tattoos. They got yeah. tattoos to commemorate. You're not a Lord it, of the Rings. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, different that, different places, oh different people. God. Yeah, I just Margot Robbie was tattooing everyone. I still haven't seen everyone. the whole movie because that's the first 10, 15 minutes. And this is absolute trash. But it's yeah, like it's but for me, it's like all the cast of Lord of the Rings got a tattoo when they finished filming the whole three movie where they shot three movies in yeah, three one epics. sitting. Yeah, and then they got tattoo in Elvish to commemorate their time on the set. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, that's my point with this whole method acting. You, you, you're comparing. That's what I was trying to tell him. And even he was saying, I guess Heath Ledger, he goes, he was in a league of his own. I said, yeah, he's not much of a movie buff. Yeah. So I was telling him other stuff. And I said, I said, yeah, man. I said, Jared Leto is like, I said, the only best, the best movie he was in was in um, Dallas Pies Club. 
that as well as like I think he played a, a relatively good small part in American Psycho. He's good in um, oh geez, what's that? Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, he's great in that. He's well. a good actor. He's just he's just his head's too far up his own yeah. ass now. He needs to come back to because he's got that. And mm. the, what's the band that he's in as well? It's um, a pretty good band. Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Like Thirty seconds yeah. to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's. <laughs> But I think winning that Oscar was just, just fucking the worst thing that could have happened. <laughs> oh, he, he deserved it, but like it's fucking like you watch him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, man? he does go. He does chew that scene too <laughs> yeah. a lot. You're like, yeah. I just hey, feel like he, over, he overacts. He does. He does now. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm yeah. like now. Ever since he won that Oscar, he's just. It's just like, what is happening? Man? Yeah, yeah, you just, gotta calm just, down, just buddy. Just play your part, bro. Yeah. Bro, um, but there's Bro. one. There, there is a part that Dan has to play right now, and it's Sackett or Brisket. Uh, Dan Cinematography Corner. A little context for new listeners: Sackett or Brisket came from Dan's love of beef briskets. Check out the Enola Holmes episode and the unique term to sack that if he doesn't like something. So, is he going to sack this flick cinematography or make himself brisket? I love every morsel. Oh. That was me sipping on water, by the way, to get past that. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Awful uh, sexual <laughs> wordsmithage. <laughs> oh. Well, this is a brisket. Brisket. Why? Just because it's Roger Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Robert just, Richardson. Isn't yeah. It? Just watch the movie. It is fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful lighting again. Uh, yeah. As, you know how we talked about how he just overpowers the headlights. On the head of the head, yeah, yeah, that's his style. Well, in these movies, you just see it, every single shot. It's always like boom, straight, straight over top. You'll notice it heaps in hateful late when they're inside the the cabin. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, man, it's awesome. Everything again, everything's working perfectly. This time, I found moments were blown out though. Unlike Inglorious Bastards, where it didn't seem like the tables were blown out, but this one here, those moments where I saw they were blown out, might have yeah. been just with the wides. Yeah, no. Really made sense. Well, I was looking at mine. Actually, I was watching mine on my iMac, my new iMac. Okay. And um, no, it looks great. Yeah. So. Fair enough. But yeah. Ah, it's great. Great movie. Again, if you are into cinematography, watch this movie. There's a lot of beautiful scenes that are uh, pause and print worthy. They they really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, especially the um the traveling scenes of the yeah. mountains and things like that. Oh, all- the opening and in the yeah. montage. Yeah. Even um the you know the the night scene in the beginning it's just beautiful yeah it's it's it is. so soft and uh contrasty with mm. the light it's beautiful yeah thank you brisket thank you <clears throat> um and let's move on to factoids declan pull out the pistol shoot down some factoids for us Factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boy. Something with some trap noise. Pew. Wow. Whole scene, this, is the, this is the Jesus. sound effects. <laughs> uh, when Calvin Candy, Leonardo DiCaprio, smashes his hand on the dinner table, DiCaprio did accidentally crush a small stemmed glass with his palm and began to bleed. Uh, yep. Correct. There was chat that he just smeared his actual blood on yeah. Kerry Washington's face that's what I thought it's not what happens oh thank god because I haven't I, I looked it up after but when I watched it this time I was like there's no way in hell because there's heaps of cuts in between yeah but they didn't just stop, stop and use camera. fake blood yeah. which is exactly after what he does do. a little like he does this little thing with his hand where he kind of like yeah looks at it and then like rubs the fingertips together yeah and it feels like that was the cut yeah. right after that definitely yeah. he just went with it but then afterwards they bandaged him up 
uh, everyone gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> and then he suggested the idea of rubbing blood on the face. But it was obviously fake blood. Was, yeah. I can't imagine. I was like, there's they no probably, way legally you could do that. They probably, <laughs> glued, they probably glued the hand, like the, the cut together, did the fake blood scene and then rebanded. Yeah, it. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, during the filming of these scenes as well, DiCaprio had to stop because he was having a difficult time using so many racial slurs. Samuel Jackson pulled him aside and told him, motherfucker, this is just another Tuesday for us. Wow. <laughs> uh, the, crazy. the horse that Django rides is Jamie Foxx's own horse, Cheetah. He got it as a birthday present four oh, years cute. before the movie. Oh. Um, so just buying horses, birthday presents and shit. First time... <laughs> they're, all, they're all rich. <laughs> first time DiCaprio has played a villain since The Man in the Iron Mask. I haven't uh, seen that movie. Yeah, I liked it. It's I, remember, I saw it when I was a kid and I watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Should watch it again. Yeah, he's. Ah. Oh, I was just going to say the big twist of that movie then, but I won't say it. Yeah, I can't remember the end, but I remember watching it. I think. I was oh, I think that's the story, story of the about. Iron Mask. Is yeah. that? Yeah. Anyway, I won't say it. I'll let people watch. It. Wasn't he in the and uh, um, the Three Musketeers as well? Was that no? no. That wasn't that. Um, what's his name? The movie? young Robert, uh, the guy from um, Batman and Robin. He played Robin. Oh, Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Wasn't it Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell was. Three Musketeers came out not... Orlando Bloom was in it. Is it? In The Man in the Iron Mask, the Three Musketeers are in that That's movie. what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. Gerard Depardieu. It's Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Yeah. Chris yeah. O'Donnell plays D'Artagnan. Yeah, yeah was, but, that's, but that's a different... Yeah. yeah. That's a different... Dan, Dan's got it confused because the Three Musketeers well, are in, in no, The Man, Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, okay. I get it. That, yeah. The Man in the Iron Mask is part of the Three Musketeers like chronology or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, after working on this film, composer Ennio Morricone said he would probably never... Again... Ennio Morricone. <laughs> Sorry, I had to correct you. <laughs> Rare instance where Reese is correcting me in a, on a name and not I him. Know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's your F, uh, left eardrum, by the way? Is it, uh, well, I'll, I'll go get a hearing test. After <laughs> <Yeah. this. laughs> said he would never collaborate with Tarantino again because he doesn't like the way he places music in films without coherence. <laughs> But then he worked Look again with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Interesting though that he doesn't like the way that he uses music. Show him the dollars. He Weird. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's all it took. Uh, Christoph Waltz was thrown off his horse and broke his pelvis wow. during training for the movie. So I Jamie Fox that. gave him a saddle with a seatbelt as a present so he'd feel more comfortable about riding. <laughs> Smart ass. His real name was Bran. Once again, Chris, once again, this seems to be a common theme for Tarantino movies. Waltz turned down the role when first offered it. A lot of people seem to turn down the roles at first. That's weird. When Tarantino basically stuff. stands there and goes, you have to do it. No. Um, <laughs> He's like, why? No, I don't. Because he'll ruin you and have your wife start to smash you. No, he, he wasn't because of the racism. He, Christoph Waltz said it was too tailored to his persona. Well, that's, that's the reason why you'd want to do yeah. it. Oh, oh no, but I guess he, not, it's not he wants to play things outside out of his box. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, at okay. one, here's at one hour six minutes and seventeen seconds. Christoph Waltz's performance in this movie is the longest ever to win an Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Oh. So, I'm guessing that's more towards the length yeah. of time for a leading Lead, role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, Interesting. That's about it. Sweet. 
yeah, yeah. nothing too much else of note the only thing i would say is that the the budget for the movie was 100 million yeah there you go most expensive tarantino film yeah that's, yeah. that's nothing and the box office gross was 425 million so good eh? well here's a bit of a here's a bit of a hectic one cuba gooding jr wanted to play Django, but tarantino would not consider him <laughs> oh yeah i heard i heard about that yeah, yeah. brutal that's hectic <laughs> crazy um i think that brings us oh thank you thank you Declan no worries thank you for the fact um, I think that brings us to our last part uh, our final thoughts and ratings Dare Man I start with you awesome fantastic movie and this is going to be equal first with a 9 out of 10 really yep uh, with Kill Bill 2 and uh, man I don't know what it is. I can, yeah. Like, I watched this, I think, a month or so ago, and I thought, oh, I just watched it again. But then, as I watched it again, I'm like, fuck, this is so good. And it's rare for me to watch a movie that close together. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed, enjoyed it again, man. I just love it. It's like a, it's like a therapeutic. Um, uh, what, like, like the like revenge plot is like the enjoyment? It's, I think just the art behind it, the acting, the, the comedy. Um, a little bit of everything you want. I just see it as class. The cinematography, yeah. everything. I just love it. That's fair enough. So yeah, and like, look, if you're not a, if you're not in a movie to you know to watch for violence and stuff, don't watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, which that's pretty much most of Tarantino's movies. It's super violent. Um, but yeah, other than that, look, if you know, if you love his, if you love you know, his first you know two or three films, you'll love this movie. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you, Dan. Man. No Thank worries. You. No worries. No worries. All good. Declan. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, yeah, it's really, this movie's very, very good. I um, think Tarantino is still riding a high that he hasn't come down from yet. Yeah. So, um, uh, and like, yeah, I nitpicked it, but I still, uh, I still it. found myself laughing and sort of being thrilled in moments and things like that. But I, I, where do I have this sitting in my ranking that I did before we started? I can of? tell you this. Um, Django is number seven Ooh. of the nine. Um, so Once Upon a Time is first, Kill Bill Volume 2 second, Inglorious third, um, uh, Reservoir Dogs fourth, Kill Bill Volume 1, five, Pulp Fiction six, Django seven. Yeah, it'll move up. Yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah. Definitely, definitely above Pulp for you, I can see. Oh, 100%, yeah. 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 So, but we'll get to that in two weeks' time mm-hmm. when we finish up yeah our tarantino run um yeah any anything else to say no i've sort of yeah okay. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> no i really like i really like this film and um like most tarantino movies um i know know what to expect so going into a tarantino film and then seeing anything that is both shocking or um well written you know dialogue scenes exposition you know it doesn't feel any different now it's i wouldn't say it's getting bland having done the movies all in a row but i don't i don't go into them thinking to myself well this is gonna like be any different to any other tarantino movie anymore i just think that he's someone that he like he does what he does Mm. and he just gets better at doing it Mm. as pretty much and it's like the same shtick but better and better and better and better it's refined yeah 
So it's just like, yeah, exactly. It's just someone it's working on the same craft. He's getting more than the 10,000 hours he needs out. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, he's probably on 20 or 30,000 by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that being said, um, Django, is, it's weird. It sits in a, in a place where like I really do like it more than several of the other films. But it also, I don't know, it's it's not one of my all-time favorite um, Tarantino movies. Um, but I think it'll probably, move, it'll definitely move up on my scale as well. I have it sitting the same as you. Yeah. I had it sitting at seven, but it's definitely going to move up. I'm, I'm going to put it this, I'm going to put it, it's weird. I've got Inglorious Bastards at an 8.5. The only one hitting a nine so far is volume one of Kill Bill. So oh. eight point seven five. No, I think oh. I think I'll sit it at an eight point five yeah. with a lot of them are the same. Um I probably have to put down Pulp Fiction in a little while because I think that yeah. Pulp Fiction after watching these, it's it's probably it's not, not as good. As good. No, it's not as good as Django and Inglorious. I don't think it's even close to it, eh? Yeah. But no, Definitely. But I, yeah, it, that's why I think it would have been super interesting to have seen Pop Fiction when it came out, when he, you didn't know that he was going to go on to what he was going to be, yeah. and yeah. this was that was the best of what he'd done. And oh, he would I saw, have been, yeah. you know I what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now we know he's done better. Yeah. It's hard to look at Pop Fiction and say, oh, it's black oh, so incredible because yeah, we know he's exactly. done a better job in the future. Yeah, with yeah. Pulp, there's sections of brilliance. Yeah. And that's what that's what makes it, and because it, it was different back in the day. Mm. Yeah, really. But now, yeah, he's he's he's, he's He's become a master, and yeah, which is good to see, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to see progression. Well, well, I would have thought that Pulp Fiction would have stayed nice and high on my list because, uh, as I remember Pulp Fiction, I'm like, this movie's, you know, classic. Yeah. But now looking at it, I'm like, it is classic, and it did uh, traverse film into a different direction for a long time. But compared to what he's making now. It's like watching it's like watching a child or like a teenager work and then seeing an adult work. You know what I mean? Like it's it's uh, you know, it's the the writing is just Robert Richardson did skyrocket. He didn't shoot he didn't shoot that, did he? No. no. Yeah. He only started with him yeah. in Inglorious. I, I strongly believe Oh Kill Bill, sorry, he started with him. Yeah. yeah. I strongly yeah. believe when Robert Richardson came on board, that's when he started hitting. Well like, it, but bang. the writing is completely changed as well yeah. i think but i think it's a bit of a thing where it's like i mean you, you need to think of it as like you know he, he he makes reservoir dogs and it's like a bit of oh yeah like new indie director on the scene this is kind of interesting then he makes pulp fiction and it's like whoa man dude, like who is this kid you know he's 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 making some noise at Khan. everyone's interested in him yeah now everyone wants to work with him yeah it's not a fact of him proving himself anymore it's like yeah. this kid is going to go it. places yeah. Yeah then you're able to get the top of the class like Robert Richardson and these production designers and all these yeah. people. So it's like his, his talent to write and create these mm. stories brings people in and it makes his stories better because better, they're yeah. standing around him now going like, well, actually, if you want to portray this in this thing, we think you should do the shot like this. And the production designers yeah. going, I'm going to put this in the background yeah. and I'm going to do this to the scene. True. And his costume is going to have this because this is what this character is. And just just all starts coming. The amalgamation. Yeah, yeah, that was my... Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the team has gotten better. His yeah. writing has gotten better. Yeah, it's all just gone. Uh, the bar has been raised each time, and he's getting better people each time. Yeah, mm. and working with more. And this um, is what's good about people. you know having the same team. Yeah, because you see some directors, let's say 
But it's not completely the same, thankfully. Well, he yeah. does mix up a little bit, in, but he mixes up with but the best just, of the best. Not the same. Mm. I'm talking about the same um, uh, feel. Yes. Like, it, it feels yeah, the, expensive the designs yeah. and, and very well made. Yeah. yeah. Where other directors, they chop it and change in DPs. and. I think most of the best yeah. ones keep the same thing. Yeah. Like Mendes, he tries to go for Deacons now. Yeah. Um, the Coen brothers, the Coens, always, they always he, they don't use Deegan's anymore. They used to. Nah, there's uh, another guy now. But yeah, there's there's those. Um, still a very good guy. Though, yeah, there's like there's like usually five. Yeah. There's five uh, DPs there that are just same really, with like yeah. like you know like Tarantino, PTA always used to use. Um, geez, I can't remember that guy's name. That he used to use. Paul Thomas Anderson used to use. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot his name. Anyway, now yeah. he does it himself because he doesn't want to have anyone. Yeah. Well, not himself, but he keeps the same camera and lighting department and they right. do a like collaborative effort. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, got his own little company. Yeah, that yeah pretty much. Contract out. Yeah. Um, and then contracted. Nolan was always using Fista. Fista until yeah, he went on to direct and now he uses the same dude. Yep. Yeah. Um, they keep, it's like the you know the best one that seems to keep yeah. the same. Of course, says he's always used the same people. Yeah. Spielberg, much, yeah. Spielberg always works with Ian Skiminski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, oh, he's so, he's good, so too. good. Yeah, didn't he do? He did Schindler's. He started with him around then. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Skiminski just got like to that point where it's like I've, I was listening. People were talking about it with um, you know, like, like basketball players win the MVP award and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like they win. Like Jordan should have probably won like twenty, well not twenty, like a lot of MVP awards. He won like two or three, yeah. and it's because after they win the third one everyone's like he keeps putting up the same numbers but it's like yeah we expect this now yeah you know what <laughs> I mean like, that's, 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 yeah. doesn't that suck yeah. it's stu- it is dumb yeah. when you look yeah. back on it and you look back on you're like man he should have won and it's the same with like all these cinematographers and stuff yeah. you know like um, uh, what's the guy what's it, Chivo what's Chivo. his name Chivo's Manuel, fantastic Manuel, um, yeah Emmanuel um, Lubinsky or something yeah, yeah yeah he he should probably never not win and Deacon should never not win but you expect them you just expect them to do good things now. Yeah. Well, you saw the and what they're doing is incredible. We're like, yeah, it was the Tim. Like, yeah. what are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was talking to my, my photographer mate. It's always going, oh, because this thing, like, when you're if we're wedding photographer, they go, oh, this is a Wes Anderson shot. Well, it's no, it's not. The way I yeah. hate when they always quote the director. That guy, it's it's he didn't he didn't set up the lighting and all that for that shot. Oh no, it's Wes Anderson. No, it's not, man. I've got the name of DP. I'm gonna next time someone does it, I'm gonna just gonna hammer him. Eh? Yeah, you're like, it just, well, it's collaborative. It's, it's collaborative. It's collaborative. Yeah, yeah, but that guy, he set the lighter. He set. He did everything. Yeah, that. yeah. It's his shot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, like I said last week, unfortunately, this Frustrates is the thing that happens where when you, the, the director is the, the the figurehead for the project, mm, like yeah. they're the, just the way it is, and it's like that. That's because the director's like the leader of the film, right? They're like the coach. Like yeah. you, you're gonna you're gonna both be credited when things go well and you're going to be shamed when things don't work well are they yeah. always because of the director probably not but that's the burden that heavy is the head that wears the crown yeah, yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah that's very true yeah. <sighs> well i was going to add to your um you know he started to change up with robert richardson around mm. kill bill because of that that um shift in like you know he now had his eyes on him Tarantino. Yeah. And if you think about it, you're very much so right. At that point in time, yeah, sure, he did Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, which, you know, came strong towards, you know, the people, mm. Pulp Fiction. But he had also, you know, sold scripts like um, Natural Born Killers, yeah. True yeah. Romance. Yeah, sure. It was a name. He was From a name. From Dust Till yeah. Dawn. Yeah. He was now in Hollywood. He was bona fide. You know? yeah. yeah. So he really was at this point where like, hey, I'm doing Kill Bill. Yeah, who the fuck wants in? But you know, yeah, like, and that's, a, yeah. and that's it. You know what he was after Pulp Fiction too? Was he was cool? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, of he course. was the yeah. cool kid. 
yeah on the like he was like you know he wasn't making he wasn't sold out which is super funny because you look at the guy oh no yeah do you know what i mean like he wasn't he wasn't sold out making yeah. blockbusters he was making the movies he wanted yeah. to make he yeah. was the cool kid on the block like that's and so people yeah. you know people want and still to this day people want to work with him. yeah exactly yeah Look yeah. at all the people you got in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, like, people, some yeah. people out there would give a left nut to work with. Yeah, them. Don't exactly. Worry. Um, Grace will. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not a left nut. What'd you say? I said, I said Reese would. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I'm giving it. I never got to say it. Did sorry, I say what sorry, it was? No. I, I give it an eight point five out of. Out oh, of, you did because yeah. then you went yeah. back and redid Pop Fiction. Yeah, because I do think that, like, looking at just how he's grown. I would never have thought I would have pulled Pulp Fiction back. What's mine? Um, yours, I'm... yours is um, eight for Reservoir Dogs. Seven point oh, no, five. No, my previous, my my um, my prediction scores. Oh, your your rankings. your rankings. Django was number one. Ooh. Number you two. You like this movie a lot. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Number two was Hateful Eight. Number three was Once Upon a Time in in Mexico in 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 Hollywood. I might have changed heaps. Uh, Reservoir Dogs for four. Um, Where's my dogs? Where's my dogs? That's a my my. I'm getting, I'm getting the slurs going yeah. on now. Um, Reservoir Dogs for four. Uh, uh, what's it called? Inglorious Bastards five. Pulp Fiction six. Jackie Brown seven. Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, volume two and volume one eight and That's, nine. They're the biggest changes. There. Yeah, you really didn't. You really didn't think you were gonna like them as much. Yeah, they were <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we've pretty much covered Django, and then about five or ten other things Django. pretty solidly yeah um we've just reviewed Django Unchained uh you've been listening to Neon Radio Podcast I'm Reese, and I am Dan the D is not silent I'm Declan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Eklund. yeah <laughs> yeah Eklund <laughs> annual oh my hey, god Anne. and yeah have a good week respect respect